This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's poppin'? It's time for Kenzie's Quickies. Hey, this is Race Rimmer. It's DJ Khaled. Everything you need in just a few minutes. And you rockin' on the radio with Kenzie. Kenzie K. K. They don't want you to win, Kenzie K. So make sure you win Win B. Don't ever stop. It's time for Kenzie's Quickies. Kenzie's Quickies, it is Kenzie K, and I'm so excited for this Quickie because I'm welcoming to the podcast Pat McCann. Now, he just got done touring with Sebastian Meniscalco. He's also a Chicago boy, and he released his first comedy special, When's Mom Gonna Be Home, which Sebastian Meniscalco actually produced, and it is hilarious. It literally brought me to tears, and that's when I knew I had to invite him on to share a Quickie with Pat McCann. It's time for Kenzie to share a Quickie. Hey, what's Hi, up? Hi, how are you? Good. How are you, Kenzie? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm so excited to have you on. You're just like so much fun and Chicago AF. So I'm very excited about that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Chicago AF. I like it. Yeah. Are you like <laughs> in thanks your for that post too? Area? I appreciate that. Yeah. Are you like in your e-learning area right now? Because there's like map and ring lights. I-, I know this is like our our office, and it's like it looks like a classroom, doesn't it? Yeah, you're like set up for 2020 already. <laughs> We're ready to go back to school. Well, what's awesome is you've done something that almost nobody's ever done before, and that's get five out of five clicks on Kenzie's clips. Okay, I've only given that to you and McMillions. So there's the only really? two shows ever. I feel like I'm kind of a mean judge of shows. I try to be brutally honest. And you are such a bright light of 2020. So congratulations and thank you for making me click five times. I, I appreciate the five it. clicks. Thank you so much. <laughs> and obviously you opened for Sebastian like world tour, right? And then he produced your first special. And I loved at the beginning of your special when he came out and talked about you going up to him and meeting him for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. We were downtown. I was, uh, we were working in Chicago uh, yeah. in Old Town. And uh, he was just roaming around and I was down there. I don't even know why I was down there so early. Just kind of went up to him like, dude, I'm opening for you tonight. Thought it was crazy, I think. Did you do that anticipating, okay, if I impress this guy, maybe something will happen here? Or did you just do it as a fan excited to meet him? Just as a comic. Just as yeah. like, hey, yeah, that's just kind of how I am. I just saw him and I was like, oh, I'm going to introduce myself. And so, that so. night, was he like very impressed with you when you guys started working together? Or did it take time? How did that relationship develop? Yeah, we worked together a few times. I think he just saw that I was professional about it. And I wasn't like up in his space all the time. I kind of like, you know, let him do his thing. Right. It's, 
he was, you know, at the point in his career where he was selling out clubs and he was, you know, starting to get feel, I think, some uh, some of that fame. Yeah. So I didn't want to be like all up on him, you know. And now you get to be all up on him, like, and you're allowed to yeah. be, right? <laughs> right. Now he's uh, introducing me. And yeah, that show um, that we did at the Vic, the special, when he brought me out, daughter was like, that's, that's my favorite part of the special. It was really good at the beginning. And then, then he brought you out. <laughs> That's got to be fun. Love the beginning of your special. You're super. <laughs> yeah. She's looking at the poster for the special and like, oh, I recognize one of these names. Sebastian. <laughs> this is great. Awesome. At least he's on your poster. I mean, yes. it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. huge. Uh, so I like to play a game. It is called Kenzie's Quickies, also the name of the podcast. And it is just rapid fire questions about you. Love it. What is the best pizza in Chicago? Best piece of Vito and Nick's. Vito and Nick's. Southside on Pulaski. I think they're just uh, celebrating their 100th year. Really? Yeah, tavern style, very thin, carpeted walls, old style. Yeah, you can. You get, they got a vacuum. They got to get it up on the... It, I've been going there my whole life. My uncle used to work there when I was a kid, actually. And, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you're obligated to say that's your favorite then. If you you've never been to Vito and Nick's? I got to check it out. I've, I haven't done that. I've only gone really deep dish in Chicago. I know. Oh, really? I've, I like deep dish too. Giordano's. Pequods, but yeah, like, I prefer the thin, like tavern style, like a little cocaine line of pizza. That's like what you prefer. <laughs> yeah, a joke that didn't land for you. A joke that didn't land for me. That's tough. There's a lot, you know. You're always trying out new material, and like you think you have a new bit, and you think it's going to be like relatable. And I, I still kind of like whenever I see random garbage in our bathroom garbage can. Mm-hmm. It always strikes me as like, what the, like, who the hell is drinking Sprite in here? Why is there a can of Sprite in the garbage can in our bathroom? And I remember trying to talk about that on stage and people were like, what? We They're all like, drink, yeah, who was doing We that? all drink Sprite in our bathroom. That's like, like, your wife's weird. You're like, oh, okay, sorry. No, it's usually my kids. I'll just dump stuff forever. It's just sticky everywhere. <laughs> yes. A guilty pleasure TV show that you have. Anything reality-based, I think. My wife is always watching like Real, Real Housewives or The Bachelor. I don't know if I really have. You don't uns- watch any reality? Come on. Like some, some 90 Day Fiance, even like some alone. 90 Day Fiance, my wife's watching that. I was oh, checking that out. It's The one dude's got like no neck. His face just like yes. disappears into his What's love What's sad dude. is I started watching that because I knew a couple on it and I've known about four couples on there and I'm like, I got to check my friend group because I got to stop knowing people on the show. Are they last? Thing? Yeah. Yep. A lot of them were from Florida and they're making it. I don't know if they're like happy, but they're still doing it. <laughs> I don't know if they're happy. That's great. But I don't are any of us, you know? So yeah, right? <laughs> they're right in par with everybody else. <laughs> uh, weirdest thing you learned about Sebastian while touring with him? Um, you know, Sebastian is like so focused and kind of like in his lane all the time. So I wouldn't say, I don't know if I have anything that like is odd about him. I kind of picked up on the focus and the work, like how much work is involved in this. You know, I was caught up in like, oh, we're doing shows, we're having fun. Right. It's like this dude, all he does is eat almonds and work. <laughs> He's, like it's like Mark Wahlberg, but like as a stand-up comedian, what's going on? Yeah, incredible work ethic. Did that surprise you a lot? Because he's so goofy. Yeah, it did. Like you know, you think that he's going to be that animated off stage, and he's uh, he's not. I mean, he says that himself, like in his book, you know. But he's able to like flip that switch and be a performer, come yeah. to life, which is cool. Did you become a harder worker? Too yeah, early? I think yeah. so. I think it just made me realize like the hustle that you got to put into it. Always flipping new material and trying things and looking yeah. through the trash can in your bathroom <laughs> <Exactly>. constantly constantly <laughs> 
any jokes that have made your wife mad? Because you go in on your family. I do, often. right? I do go in on them. I, they, I feel like if it's based in reality, they're cool with it. I heard a few things where I'm like, whew, it'd be hard to be with a comedian. <laughs> Sometimes like, that's coming at me. Like I said, if it's based in reality, you know, I get on her for like, you know, spending and yeah. buying stuff online because we got boxes coming in everywhere, taking in shipments. I just want help with the money. Like, wouldn't it be nice if they could alert you at the register? Because all that stuff is tied together. <laughs> if you're buying something like, hey, we just got a notice from Chase Financial. You, you owe them $9,000. Do you want to proceed with this purchase? But yeah, the bow tie for our dog. Ring it up. We need that. It's not going to look stupid. <laughs> That's right. She must be a really good sport then if she's like, okay, use it. Yeah, use yeah. Material. She'll roll with it. That's just awesome. Camping trip. So that's like, now I got to focus on that. Isn't like that as quarantine, like roughing it enough? Like, do we need to go camping? Exactly. That's what I was saying. The only thing we have going for us is shelter. Why are we walking away from it? <laughs> I think we're preparing for next year. Just in case it goes away? <laughs> in case we have to live outside next year. Survivor show next year? Start watching those shows. That should be your new guilty pleasure is survival I, shows. I did watch that when it came out. Like the first yeah. Survivor. I was into that those first few years. You know what's better than that? is alone. It's not like you get voted off the island and a bunch of people, people actually go by themselves and they're like trained professionals. Oh yeah? And they there's no time limit on how long they're out there. It's just the last person to not give up. Really? These people are building like, canoes that you could buy at Dick's Sporting Goods. These people are insane. Really? Did you seal stuff? Yeah, get prepped. That's what you should do before you go camping. Learn yeah, some I know. I need to, I need some shows. I'm looking for shows right now. Well, Kenzie's Clips, Um, there's a whole reel of <laughs> shows and movies. I'm going to check it out. On Instagram, you follow the White Sox and not the Cubs. So did you like lose a bet or what happened? <laughs> no, I'm a White Sox fan. I'm a big White Sox fan. I grew up out here since 83. That'll date myself. 1983, win an ugly year. I was seven and I just like fell in love with the White Sox going to Old Comiskey. And I used to do a podcast with the White Sox actually. Really? Ago, which was, that was like a dream come true. But having been like a lifelong fan. And yeah, I've done some stuff with, with White Sox charities and just they're a great organization. It's so funny to see them through a different lens now because I don't even like see that. Like when I see the White Sox, I think of like some of the people that work there versus like the players. I mean, I kind of wore a Cubs shirt just to spite you a little bit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How long have you been a Cubs fan? All my life because my dad grew up in Chicago. So. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, there you go. So I, I, I mean, my mom is a, a Northsider. My mom's a Cubs fan. I try not to be like a hater. Oh my gosh. So then why are you why are you a Sox fan? Your mom's a Northsider? Yeah, but my dad is from the South Side and he used to always take me to White Sox games. And you favorite him. Or... And they were like, that's who everyone talked about in the neighborhood. Like, if you'd like the Cubs back then, it was, you know, but there's plenty of Cub fans out here now where I live. I mean, Thin Pizza, the White Sox. I don't know. I'm just learning weird things. I, I wasn't I expecting. I'm a real Chicagoan. <laughs> Strangest family argument you've had because of quarantine? Um, probably like just where the kids are allowed to go and who they're allowed to hang out with. Because you probably are like go somewhere else and she's <laughs> like, no, that's dangerous. Some families you're like, ooh, we're not, we're, you know, you kind of have an idea of who's on the right page and whose house you should be allowed to go in. Or it's like at the block party when certain families bring out like a dip and they're like, hey, dig in. You're like, eh, I've been in your house. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not touching any of that, but I'm good. Unless you're breaking a seal, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, we're good on the communal spinach dip. Hot luck. 
<laughs> have your kids ever asked you in front of one of the sketch families and then you don't have to... That's the worst. Parents will put you on the spot. Yeah. They'll invite your kid over like in front of your kid. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, so many like, parents are on team kid. I'm on team parent. I'm trying to work, find parents to work with against them. But it's been a takeover. The kids have infiltrated most of the adults. And, and sometimes they'll call you out because you're like, we're making dinner. And they're like, you never make dinner. And you're like, you know what? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Shut your mouth. Get in the car. <laughs> like, they're like, dad, your vegetables are dead on the counter. You're like, you know what? <laughs> it, was, it was the attitude. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> if you had to name a comedy special strictly after the year 2020, what would you name it? I mean, I can't even think I could say it on on your show. It would just be a bleep. <laughs> it would. This one's called When's Mom Gonna Be Home, which you can tell I named before the pandemic because now it's like, when is mom not going to be home? <laughs> when is dad not going to be home? When's mom not going to be home? Oh, Next my one's going to be, what the hell happened? What was that? What is 2020? I was like, like we stayed up and toasted this. Can you imagine if you were told back in January that by the end of the year, you'd be, I mean, I'm teaching. I've got a, my classroom here. and Map of the United States. You're probably learning, you know, what the capitals are yourself. I'm tired of reviewing this shit. This is to keep track of outbreaks too. I, I la- label the hot spots and Where you'd track have to all the cases. So don't go camping there. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, I want to thank you because 2020 has been rough, but I really think that your comedy special, uh, When's Mom Gonna Be Home, has literally been a bright spot and laughter that everybody's needed. Uh, people looked at you, obviously, as Sebastian Menescal goes opener, you must be funny, but I really think that you're trailblazing, making an awesome name for yourself, which you definitely deserve. So where where all can you stream um, and watch your special? It's on um, Amazon, Apple TV, YouTube. I tell people, just type in my name, Pat McGann or Sebastian, and it'll, it'll pop up. You can watch it anywhere. You can watch anything anywhere these days, right? My kids, they get Wi-Fi on anything. They're, they'll stream it on our toaster. They're like, they can get Netflix on our microwave. They're just like, you got to hit defrost and poultry and then just put your login in. Which is perfect because all the defrost is that they can just watch the first five minutes with Sebastian, which is what they want to see anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only good part anyway. (laughs) I want to thank you so, so much. Uh, We love you in Chicago. You are Chicago and we love watching another rising star from our city. Thanks, Kenzie. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to doing a quickies in person. Yes. Definitely. I won't, That's what maybe we're we'll all... do it at the carpeted wall pizza's place. That would be perfect. I'm dying. To, I mean, it probably we'll literally retains it. coronavirus, so we'll wait a little bit. But... <laughs> They'll take it off the wall and roll the carpet right out for you. Thanks for sharing a quickie with me, Kenzie K. You can catch up on Kenzie's quickies on radio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.